Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Let's face it, everybody is stressed about buying homes and selling homes and I read an article in the Washington Post by Julian Mark, and he points out that the toughest generation dealing with that right now are the millennials. Thanks for joining me on the show, Julian. Why are the millennials taking the hit right now? Um, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, they're 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 facing a pretty uphill battle, I think, um, largely because um, millennials have seen of. Um, of at least the generation, the preceding generations, uh, uh, the slowest wage growth um, compared to their predecessors. So um, they, you know, have less buying power. They've, they've seen less buying power in the market. And of course, the boomers still have buying power because they bought cheap and they're now at a point where they could sell their home, make a lot of money. And that hasn't existed for millennials. In case you're just wondering, millennials are between 25 and 40 years old. Julian, do you fall in that category? I, I do, yes. <laughs> so so you're writing about what you're living. <laughs> and it's not just in major cities. I was shocked in your article that you said the median age of a first-time home buyer climbs to 36. Is that the highest it's ever been in our country? Well, at least that's the highest it's been uh, since the uh, National Association of Realtors started keeping track in 1981. And uh, in 1981... Uh, You do use the headline, marry the house, date the rate. Boy, we've heard that one a lot. And where does that leave millennials right now? Because let's face it, uh, the rates are crazy. That's right. I think that, you know, there were a lot of um, things stacked against millennials in the home market um, before uh, the interest rates uh, started rising very rapidly. Um, And now this sort of adds just sort of the last, you know, complication. And, um, you know, since the the Fed's uh, uh, rate hiking campaign, um, you know, this this line started popping up in real estate circles to, I think, essentially, you know, I've heard that it's to to give comfort to to, uh, first-time home buyers, but I also think, you know, it it might have been to spur them to, you know, just to buy despite, despite the rates being so high. And I think According to my reporting, you know, the advice is, uh, you know, it's a tad dubious because uh, we don't know, you know, if rates will drop, if you get by how, by, you know, how much they'll drop by, if they'll drop at all. So, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a piece of advice that I think, you know, you need to take with a grain of salt probably. And um, or if you if you really like a house, you just have to be prepared to pay seven percent. Right. And there was a time in the 80s. I know that I have siblings who are older than me and they were paying 13, 14, 15 percent back in the day and somehow still managed to make it. I don't know that anybody would actually buy into that today. So at that point, seven percent doesn't seem that bad. Yeah, I you know, I think that that's I think that that's right. But, you know, just looking back at the that the prices of homes, and I don't have the exact figures. I think the prices of homes were probably a lot uh, lower, and um, and so you know, right now, I think the difference is is that home prices are at the highest they've ever been, and rates are at the highest they've been in quite a while. 
So I think when those two things are taken together, the monthly payment is just, you know, I think is it, it, very daunting uh, for, for, for the first-time home buyer. And when you talk to millennials for your article, did they feel like there was no hope in sight? Well, you know, I think there was hope. Um, I think I think what I I don't think it was a lack of hope. I just think that there was a lot of frustration and confusion. And, um, you know, all of the people that I spoke to were trying and, you know, and, and didn't have any plans uh, to give up. Um, but I think that right now they're just they're 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 sort of feeling it out. They're, you know, looking at interest rates, they're looking at, you know, prices, and they're just waiting. I think there's just a little bit of this, this waiting game and, and this caution. And I think, you know, perhaps that's reflected in this, this, this median age of the, of the first-time home buyer, which is, you know, which, which reflects this, sort of reflects this waiting game. Right, because that seems late to me. I mean, I was, uh, I was that person that I think bought my first place at 21 or 22, uh, but it was, yeah. it was more affordable. Um, that doesn't exist now. And especially for my kid, who's 21 going on 22, I don't know that he ever perceives that he'll be able to afford a house because in his mind, he can't afford rent right now. Right. So why, I mean, maybe, oh, oh, go ahead. Why are the millennials called the unluckiest generation? It's not just because of the housing issue, right? No, I think more than more than anything, it probably stems from the fact that um, when when the oldest millennial first entered uh, the, the job market in the early 2000s, uh, they experienced uh, a recession. And then uh, later on in the in the 2000s, um, the Great Recession hit, which was a pretty uh, it, it, it stung pretty hard. And I think that affected uh, it affected wage growth. And then. Of course, the the uh, the recession that uh, at the onset of uh, of the pandemic uh, was also uh, another another thing that that essentially uh, three recessions is, is going to stunt uh, is going to stunt uh, wealth building and wage growth uh, among among a generation. I was intrigued by your article because it said baby boomers represented the largest share of home buyers this year. And that is a spot that the millennials had held since 2014. You got that from the National Association of Realtors. Are boomers downsizing or are they still actively looking for the home of their dreams? Um, you know, I'm, I don't have uh, I, I'm, I'm no, I don't have really much insight into, you know, exactly what types of homes uh, the boomers are going for. Perhaps they're downsizing. Perhaps they're buying their second homes. Um, perhaps they're going for the home, the homes of their dreams. I think what is clear is that they have equity, they have uh, cash, um, and and essentially, as uh, one of the realtors, uh, real estate uh, association uh, economists that I spoke to, they're just they're going for it. They're you know they're they ha- they you know they they essentially have nothing to lose in, in going for what they want. Well, thank you for joining us, Julian. Do you have a home? I mean, we all have a home, have a but home. I mean, do you have you purchased a home? I have not purchased a home. I'm, I think I'm one of the unlucky. <laughs> you definitely talk about that situation very well in the article. You should check it out. It's the Washington Post. It's called Unluckiest Generation Falters in Boomer-Dominated Market for Homes. It's Julian Mark. Steve's News is coming up next on 720 WGN. Lisa Dent, WGN.